pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a video game radio show and we're running about two minutes late. What's your name? Stephen James Curran. Hi, I'm Simon Byron. Hello, and I'm not going to give you my middle name in case you try and defraud me. Scandalbury. <laughs> it's ironic, isn't it? We were in the studio earlier than we, than we normally are. We were so prepared to. I was let, not late. And let Yate late on air. Something happened, didn't it? We so, couldn't operate the studio. It had gone rogue. <laughs> we tried to put up the fader and it was just like, nope, not having any of that. No, no we're done. But, but we're, we're here. We're here now. We, that means we need to pack in 60, mi- 60 minutes of quality video game entertainment into 58. Are we going to be able to do it? We can play ourselves at 1.1 speed. What features are we going to have to drop? Um, how's your news looking today, Anne? Well, I mean... Fine. It's there. It's there. <laughs> That's what we look for, isn't it? Fine. It is. yeah. Have you been, Simon? Very, very, very well. Uh, thanks news. for asking, Steve. Why so good? You're looking at the current uh, junior pennant winner I on uh, Super Mega Baseball 2. I saw this on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Since it's come out, so it does a weekly league, mm-hmm. uh, puts you in a, a league cross-platform, I'll say. Okay. Uh, you and fifth, you and fourteen others, and uh, and how many leagues have you played? Oh, every week, almost every week. How it's, many it's, weeks has that been? Uh, it must. It's months and months since that game came out. Is it maybe three and a half months? Easily, because that would be fifteen weeks. Fifteen weeks, yeah. So, um, yeah, and you know, uh, it's it's some nights you you can win two, lose one, and other nights you can undo all your all your good work. Uh, so yeah, anyway, I finally did it. I finally won. I'm hoping that that is going to have ticked that off for me and that I can get my mm. evenings back, spend some quality time with my wife, 
Uh, I was really nervous though. Last night, genuinely, uh, I was top of the pennant league going into the overnight. Now, of course, you've always got to remember about the Americans who get more oh. time than we do because they're behind us and they like baseball more, don't they? They have I, to I, start later I don't though. No, but I'm asleep when. So what they could do is look at the leagues and go, oh, Simon's asleep now. You know, I can win some more okay, games. I see. Um, but I needed to win one last night in order to go top of the league. Genuinely, I'd won two and I thought, okay. I genuinely thought this is the most important baseball game of my life. <laughs> I genuinely did. Um, uh, my opponent was batting first, which I prefer, because that means that often if you're ahead of them by the fifth innings, as we all mm. know, then uh, if they don't beat you in their innings, yep. then you don't even have to bother playing yours. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I like that, but I don't like it when they get off to a good start. And he, because sometimes in the innings you can score zero, 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 no runs. The Batman I was playing yesterday in the most important baseball game of my life that if I had lost, it would have set me back. I would have needed to win two more. Oh, no. Hard to do. He got three in his first innings. I'm assuming it's a man. Three in his first innings. I thought, this is bad. This is bad news. I hope for... Then you start praying for, in, for internet problems. Because if they disconnect, you get a win by default. All base runners score. Uh, three in the first innings. Well, how do you come back from that? Song? How did your boy do, Steve? He got 14. You c- what, in, in the first, first innings, innings, game over. 10-run mercy rule, game over. That's incredible. So I went to bed, pretty nervous, top of the charts, top of the league. Woke up this morning, still there. You're Americans, he was out doing something else, only Thanksgiving <laughs> or what have you. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm really happy, really, really happy. I've ticked well that done. off. Yeah, so thank you. What have you, two achieved? what have you achieved? I went to Canada. Okay. I went to the Reboot Develop Conference yeah. in uh, in Banff in Canada, uh, which I, I I didn't exactly know where Banff was uh, maybe a week and a half ago. Having been there, could you point to it on a map? I could point to Canada on a map now, which is, is a start. Uh, yes, and we'll talk about that more okay. in the show, but it was, it was fantastic. I had a brilliant time there, and now I'm back a bit jet-lagged. Okay. Wasn't sure whether the problems at the start were <laughs> entirely my fault, but it turns out they weren't. So, what about you, Scants? What have you achieved? Uh, I cut myself with a knife. Oh, Excellent. Yep. Uh, my little finger. Uh. So, I was making uh, Mira Soda's uh, aubergine and sweet potato massaman curry, a vegan recipe, until I got into it. <laughs> um, yeah, it turns out lemongrass is tricky. Right. Tricky with a sharp knife. Okay. Uh, so, I bled. Mm. Um, Did you still eat it? Yeah. <laughs> it was delicious. Um, How to improve upon yeah. the recipe. Made it unvegan, right. I guess. Although, is it still vegan if it's your own blood? Yeah, but surely you weren't just cooking it for yourself, were you? No, Matt did have to eat it. He <laughs> had to. He had to eat as part of some yeah. ceremony. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's how marriage works, right? Good. Yeah. Uh, ordinarily, we'd be quite pleased to not have a guest in the uh, studio, given how disastrous yeah. we started. But Tom Vyan from SFB Games, hello. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for coming in. What have you achieved this week? Oh, my gosh. I stood in front of a ton of people showing our game for the first time in five years, maybe. Did you? Yeah, we've been developing other things in secret and not being able to show anyone anything. But now it's the games out in the world. We can actually show it to people. Great. And I was at Adventure X uh, conference. Did it go well? It did. People really liked it, which was very reassuring. Good. Well, we're going to talk about that and your other stuff shortly. Uh, But before we do, assuming we've got it, do we? Yeah. Start the show with Anne's News. Oh, 
it's 7.08 on Monday the 4th of November. I am Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is being accused of rewriting history for attributing the results of an attack carried out by US-led troops to Russian military. At one point, the game has the player carry out a sniping operation overlooking a valley called the Highway of Death, which the game says earned its name following a Russian bombing mission. However, there's a real Highway of Death that got its name following a US-led mission in the Gulf War that is said to have killed around 500 people and whose legality was called into question at the time. There's more to that story. It's, I just, it really felt like the time to end that story. It was good. You, you hit the end of the queue yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Was there going to be a joke? Um, nope. <laughs> Can't you, we shouldn't joke about this. That, no, exactly. Why, why do we think, well, we know why they've done this, don't we? If they have done it and it's not an accident, are they claiming it's an accident? So, uh, what they, so back in May, this, mm-hmm. this is going to be the end of the story, um, Infinity Ward's co-studio head Dave Stoll said they were creating an emotionally charged experience that is inspired by headlines in the world today where the rules are grey and battle lines are blurred and they're sort of doing a bit of a thing where it's like well it it's you know it might be influenced by real world events but we're not saying it definitely is like it's not definitely it's not like a a replica of it but um I mean So, so what do they gain by switching the sides here um well, I guess, I guess. Well, on a, a cynical side, right? You could say it's going to sell to more Americans because they want to be seen as the good guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a practical level, you could say, well, if they are fictionalizing a narrative, they are producing something influenced by real world events. If they're taking an event, then in order to pr- fit it into their narrative, then they have to switch the sides. I guess for gameplay reasons. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I don't know. I know nothing about this game. Do you know anything about this, Tom? I know nothing about this. I was going to ask whether anybody's played it yet. I mean, because it's been the most successful Call of Duty game in a generation. Since I think I think that means PlayStation (laughs) generations rather than my generation. Because otherwise, I mean, beyond your generation, there is no. There's no. There's no history. (laughs) Um, Uh, But but none of us have played it. No. I've only just got Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. How do we feel about them? Them them just going back to the the one name, just saying. Yeah, this is Modern Warfare. I don't like it because I really had to look up... Because I was like, I'm sure I've written about this game quite a lot in the past. It saves them buying the URL, I guess. <laughs> <Isn't> it? <laughs> it's $15 right there. No, exactly. <laughs> this is the biggest grossing entertainment launch, so it all counts. Is it? it doesn't seem to have made know, as much... I don't know, Because uh, back in the olden days, the, sort of thing they the say, footballers though. would roll out of their cars and turn up, wouldn't they, at the mm. parties? And we'd get annoyed that we weren't getting involved i guess it's all for influencers now and stuff like that isn't it yeah, i saw the I saw the guardian saying it was the great it was, you know fantastic game shame about the politics which i guess may be speaking to some of this that they're talking about mm. uh but i know i know very very little about it um when they do reboot something like this what does that do for the old version does that mean like they're, event- they're basically effectively saying it's not available it's not I mean, it's, of course it's available, but I just feel like it's, it's, it is confusing and mm. it is, um, it's hard to talk about it critically. Do you have to then start talking about it with a number on the end? It's Call of Duty, it's Modern Warfare brackets 2019. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah um, I watched a bit of a video uh, of an interview with someone from the developer um, who was sort of talking about uh, 
no, nobody tells films that they shouldn't be covering these kinds of subjects. Nobody says that such and such film shouldn't have been made. You know, people who play these games can tell the difference between what is real and what is uh, what is a game. And I sort of... Well, I don't buy it. I was shouting at the video. I was going, yeah, but it's different. It is different. And you have to know that it's different. Otherwise, why aren't you making films? Mm. If you think that films and games are the same and should be critically treated the same, then you're, then I don't think that you understand games. And there is a different relationship between somebody watching a film and somebody playing a game. And you are putting somebody in a position. And yes, that gives you amazing scope to uh, be able to sort of do a really interesting critique of some of the things that happen within war. But I don't know. I also think that's an interesting point uh, pertains to the title as well. Because if you are, if you're basically saying this is modern warfare, then really your narrative should be the same as the original modern warfare. You're saying I'm recreating this experience. Unless you're saying games are completely detached from the narrative component, um, and you're saying actually, you know, it's just a game in the modern warfare universe. In mm-hmm. which case, it's modern warfare five or something. As it will from now on be known <laughs> on the show. Well, we did do the cod blobs thing after we were told not to, didn't we? So. Nintendo has sold 1.95 million Switch lights worldwide in its first 11 days. Want some stats based off some maths I did that's probably quite questionable, so don't quote this. That's the equivalent of 123 Switch lights every minute. The Switch Heavy has sold 41.67 million units in its lifetime, which is just a very big number. Well done, Nintendo, for doing all the numbers. Take us through the math. What I did was... (laughs) 11 days okay. times 24, that's the number of hours in the days. This makes sense. Yeah. Times 60, the number of minutes in the hours. Okay. And then I did a uh, 1.95 million uh-huh. divided by that number. Seems solid. It does, but then... At lunchtime. <laughs> do you think more sold at lunch? Well, I don't know. I was just asking whether you took that into account. I think. Well, worldwide. It's always lunchtime around the okay, world. Okay, that's right. So, right. yes, I did. Okay, fair enough. Thanks. Should I, should I always do stats? Yeah, I think it's yeah. good. It's yeah. good. I learned um, the legal definition of uh, lunchtime. <laughs> so we were talking about... What? Well, so in contracts, Tom, you'll probably know this. Uh, there'll be clauses where you say um, that you'll have reasonable endeavours to do something or other, and that could be... Sure. Yeah, it's like how you intend to f- fulfil your role. That there's also best endeavours. Mm. And we were talking to our lawyer, and we said, what's the difference between reasonable endeavours and best endeavours? And the example that he used was that uh, if you put um, best endeavours, it meant that you'd have to do it in your lunchtime, basically. <laughs> reasonable <laughs> is like, well, you know, I was out, well, this happened at work, so, I, you know, so therefore I, I did this. But best means you go out of your way and do it even during lunchtime. So interrupting lunchtime is legally best. unreasonable no uh, it's you doing your best yes no you're right it's yeah it's it's not Unre- reasonable it's unreasonable so yeah. wait did this word change in your on your side of the contract uh it was a dispute in the contract yeah right, about okay. because obviously so someone a, really cares about lunch yeah wow i know and we're, we're quite happy to work through lunch <laughs> no problem that's just that's why i was interested in Anne's figures uh, mine were maybe what I should redo is how many were sold only in lunch times. Well, exactly. Yeah. People gone out of their way to go and buy it. That's the best endeavours to go yeah. and buy a go and buy, buy a switch. I got to stop my obsession with a switch. I I I don't need a switch light. I was going to ask you. Yeah, I don't need one, but I haven't got one yet. But I just it's the yet yeah, that's the problem there, isn't it? Why would you get one? <laughs> it's it's new. nice, aren't they? It's new. new. 
It's just new. The other, I'm not sure if you've seen the old Switch, but they're really heavy. I don't know how <laughs> they people are. carry them around. It's hardly really, portable, is it? I'm really glad they've done a Pokemon. I, um, last week, I transferred my Switch from the original model into a newer model. I was really, really Wait, straightforward. I don't, I don't understand what that means. With, you know, there's a new hardware revision of the Switch, one that's got... Uh, They've changed the process. Battery life, right? Yeah, so so they've changed the processor so it's more efficient. Therefore, extends the the battery life. So how did you... You could just move it. You just move it across and it goes... Wait, so did you buy... I got one, yeah. A diff- a def- got one, yeah. A s- another switch, right? And, I moved and so across. you just transferred everything. Very, from very your, easy. And then that made me think, well, be just keep going into it. Don't stop there on the new one. Then go on to the switch light. Keep going. When do we do an <laughs> intervention? <laughs> yeah, I just uh, even though I've got a backlog of stuff to play. I keep I was like, oh, I really want Dragon Quest. I'm not going to... I haven't well, got time to play it. It's only 40 quid in Argos. Only 40 pounds. <laughs> Look at what I've become. Good, but you, you're happy. Really happy. So that's all that matters, isn't it? Is it? Are you? Yeah. You just want more. It's, but what do you think Nintendo do next, Todd? I mean, are you, you, actually, this, are you, are you, you might not be able to, because you have a close relationship with Nintendo, don't you? Sure. Can you speculate? About what's no, next? I cannot possibly switch, speculate. Switch smaller or bigger? Oh gosh, I can't go much smaller than that, right? I can't, no. So it must be bigger. Switch Pro. Yeah. Yeah. Bring a 40 inch Switch. (laughs) You know when you have um, those sunglasses that are comically large? Mm. Maybe that? Yeah. Really big. There was someone walking around at a convention recently wearing a giant Switch head that was playable. Was it incredible? Yeah. It was not official. So so what happened to that thing with the thing? The. Yep. You know what I mean? Nope. The thing that we were going to get in triplicate. With the thing on the side, the crank. Oh, oh. the Pico. No. no. What was no, it called? Playdate. Play yeah. Playdate. Play yeah, yeah. What happened to the Playdate? Play I haven't yeah. heard anything no. about the Playdate. Play Mine hasn't date. arrived. Mine's not arrived Game. either. Well, Anne's in charge of ordering them. Right, okay. In triplicate. Yeah. Does it exist? Uh, well, nothing... Oh, oh no. Nothing in the news since... Tom, are you doing anything for the play dates? No. You strike me as the sort. I I did think about it, (laughs) but no. Also, if you search play date game, uh, you get a lot of parenting blogs. Ah, could be useful. Yeah. And finally, Sony has decided to invest in its future by registering the trademarks for PS6, PS7, PS8, PS9 and PS10, proving that the PlayStation can count better than Xbox and that Sony might not be all that imaginative when it comes to naming its consoles. Presumably after counting all the way up to 10, the PlayStation can just start from one again because surely by this time the PlayStation 10 comes out, everyone who knew and enjoyed the PS1 will be dead. Cheery, cheery note to end on. Yeah. Just call it PlayStation Modern Warfare. <laughs> this this no. new story annoys me. Yeah, why? Because why didn't we? Like, if yeah. they only got uh. around to it, like now... Hold on, you might be able to get the domains, though. You might be able to we'll PlayStation7.com. Oh, we just get 11. Yeah, I was going to say, they've only gone up to 10. Idiots. Time will pass. Although we're going to be dead. Hmm. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> um... So, so is this why uh, the Xbox jumps around a bit? It's like, oh, you, you don't know where you don't know where we're going next. Of course, the PlayStation is is just going to add the next number, and Xbox is like, oh, we're going to be clever. It's yeah, the 360. Well, it was it's a 360 the that threw them out, I guess, isn't it? Well, no, because it was Xbox. Yeah. Then 360. Yeah. So it's th- then where do then, you go? Because what they couldn't do is go keep going higher, could they? So that's why they had to jump around, I guess. 180. 
Right. Half, Hun- Hobbit. Oh, yeah, going backwards. Yeah. Half-Life. Right. <laughs> uh, so they've gone back to... So they've gone to one. Yep. Next one is... We don't know. Scarlet. Project Scarlet. Everyone knows you go... Nothing... 360 one <laughs> Scarlet. <laughs> I got invited onto the Xbox uh, streaming preview this week. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I was playing um, uh, Gears of War 5, obviously. You know me. <laughs> you know me. I bloody love Gears of War 5. <laughs> <laughs> I've not played a Gears of War since Gears of War. So, uh, But um, that's one of the four games that you could try for free on your phone oh so yeah I, I mean I, i'm no gears of war export i am you know me uh but it was gears of war on your phone yeah streaming it from the cloud Magic. so maybe you know this playstation 10 i thought we were all going to have cloud stuff by then mm. so maybe we shouldn't get the domains then a bit of waste time playstation 15 dollars playstation 7.com not currently registered is that right mm. yeah look what about playstation 5.com why did you pick seven uh Seven's the best number. Wait, is this numerals or number word? five? PlayStation Five dot com. This domain is for sale. If I spelt it right, <laughs> look. This seems like an oversight, doesn't it? Huh? Offers <laughs> under five hundred dollars are usually not considered. Okay, well then, offer for one. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. I tried to buy TangleTower dot com, and they said we want a thousand dollars. Right. Well, we'll sell you PlayStation Five for six hundred. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that We've the got end? Money, haven't we? We could do that. We could invest. What can we? Bu- oh, no. Let's offer them five hundred and one for next week. Right. Yeah. See, that's new story number four <laughs> in the bidding war for PlayStation Five. <laughs> Have any of you seen the um, the alleged uh, designs for the uh, dev kits? No, I haven't. The crazy U shape. Yeah. Thing. What? Any 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 basis in reality? Do we think? I mean, I've not seen a PlayStation Five dev kit. I can. Dev kits look weird, but that's yeah, very another weird. Another level of weird. Right. So we've got no idea whether that's relevant or not. Why do they? Why do they make them look weird? They usually have to have the base hardware, and then they have to bolt on a whole bunch of other hardware to be able to do testy things, essentially. Okay. Like extra memory, so that you're not using that memory in the main system, right? To do the debugging stuff. So okay. That you still run a, a decent lick. Doesn't explain the shape, though, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> what are they up? What are they up to in there? Got two emotion engines. Um, have we got any other news stories? I've got a couple Go on, that I've just found Go. on Garmin Suit. Do we play the theme while this is happening? Yeah. Should yeah. we? Because I like. I, speaking of, I mean, I'm only reading out a headline, but it's quite an exciting one from my point of view. What? I've just I've found a very sad story. Oh, okay. Let's not do that. Hideo Kojima and Kojima Productions are to start making movies. Are they? Isn't that what they've been doing? In the f- in the future, says Hideo Kojima, Kojima Productions will also start making films. If a person can do one thing well, then they should be able to do anything well, he commented. That's not true, though, is it? <laughs> no, they, no, they should. <laughs> it's, it's aspirational, isn't it? He's not saying that they can. I'm, uh, I'm quite, uh, no, I'm, I'm very good at, oh, goodness, what? You're very good at uh, winning baseball games. I am, or, yeah, or, league, yeah. yeah. Are you good at heart surgery? I am not. As but far you as you know. I should be. You're quite right. I should <laughs> mm. be. Uh, right, good for that. He's, he's on a tour at the moment, Hideo is, isn't he? Is he's he? over in Berlin. Uh, he did an event at BAFTA. Right, this Obviously was... Because Death Stranding's out 
this week, tomorrow, maybe? This is on uh, Garmasutra.com, and he's outlining his future plans during a BBC Newsbeat documentary. So he's obviously chatting chatting to people. Did you see some of the, the reviews for Death Stranding? I only heard the show floor gossip at Reboot Develop, which was that um, it is, it turns out... Go on. It turns out it's loads of movies right. with a mediocre fetch quest oh, game okay. uh, in between. Why? I think I'd love it. Well, there are two adjectives that people that have, that have, that have generally used, which is like, Death Stranding is excellent, but boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Nathan Brown. So uh, basically, apparently all the press were told they had to finish the game before they could review oh, right, it. Right, okay. Uh, which is you know, quite an imposition, because these games are not short. Nathan Brown on, t- uh, on Twitter, is the editor of Edge, mm-hmm. uh, he put out a fantastic burn. He said, uh, there's no review of Death Stranding in the next issue of Edge, because the embargo insisted we finish the game before we could review it. Print deadline was a factor, but we ran out of enthusiasm long before we ran out of time. <laughs> Isn't that good? I, 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 that could only be better if it was the exact number of letter characters for a tweet. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you know, as a, Kojima, as a Kojima fan, I've got no interest in it. None whatsoever. When will you play it? <laughs> this week. No, yeah. I don't know. No, I won't. I, I, yeah, I've got, I've got no interest in it. Um, yeah, it just, it just seems too self Even for him, it's too self-indulgent. Okay. And finally... Okay. The SingStar servers. It's a sad story. It's a sad story. Don't read it with a <laughs> smile on your face. Get appropriate. Are slated <laughs> January 2020 shutdown. That's soon. The folks behind Sony's karaoke game series SingStar announced today that the SingStar servers will be shut down on January 31st, 2020, bringing the SingStar's 15-year song-slinging career to a close. That's sad, isn't it? It's really sad. Oh, just thinking of all the all the mornings that you woke up, yeah, and you looked at your uh, email, email yeah. and just it was, it, no, it was a it was a letter by, back then, wasn't it? <laughs> Got a letter through your door saying, and just went, oh, atomic kitten. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely you used to refer to it as a list of shame, yeah. didn't you? It's just an email <laughs> of shame. Um, yeah, I mean, so what they're doing is giving you notice, but uh, and what they're saying is that if you have bought them on PS3, you will no longer be able to download them beyond January, even if you've already bought them. So you need to download them to your PS3 beforehand. PS4, I think, is slightly different. I think you might still be able to re-download it, but you won't be able to buy new ones. Um, but either way, it's a shame, isn't it? So I guess the cost of the licensing must, and the sort of headache of the licensing must finally have persuaded them in the face of uh, you know people just doing karaoke on YouTube these yeah. days and possibly you know Mariaki's rise but i think we have to credit singstar for a small part in Mariaki's existence right 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 sure not legally <laughs> <laughs> obviously <laughs> our best endeavors to to credit it yeah it's really sad yeah Oh, well. Oh, well. We all die. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Anne. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Decaying Tigers and Dream Diver. It's from chipmusic.org, as so much of our brilliant chiptune music is. Although, the next piece of music we're going to play isn't from there. Dun, dun, dun. You'll find out about that later on the show. Um, just before you bring the music down, uh, please keep an eye out in your spam folder, because I used your email address to sign up for PlayStation5.com. Why did you use my email address? Because it's not ours, is it? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, it's not in my hands. Yeah. It's yours. Yet. I don't want to have to deal with this. <laughs> but I, I don't want to. But you're going to have to. Got it now. $501. <sighs> okay, I'll keep an eye out. And then shall I forward all correspondence to you? I mean, CC us all in. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Uh, you're listening to One Life Left on Residence 104.4 FM. We are a radio show and a get rich quick scheme. Tom! Hello again. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. No Hello again. We were trying to work out uh, the last time that you were in the studio and you said, and I, well, I like this actually, no one's done this before, is that they judge, uh, they measure time in the game that they reviewed. Yeah. And so you said I was in talking about Captain Toad. And we're like, God, that wasn't that long ago. And you went, the original Wii U one. Which must have been what twenty PlayStation 15, 4, three era sixteen? Don't know. No, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were saying fifteen, sixteen years ago. I mean, no, yeah, of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back. It's nice to see you again. Lots happened since then, isn't it? A lot. So has was happened. that around the time of Snipperclips? It must have been a little bit before it that. Been French Shapes time, was it? Yeah, it was around the French Shapes time. Thirteenth of November, twenty fourteen, was Captain oh Toad's. Oh my gosh! Really. So there we go. 2014, 2015. Wow. Um, how's it going? Going well? Really, really well. Yeah, we just launched Tangle Tower, which means we are not working like crazy anymore uh-huh. um and that feels really good good well uh, before we come on to tangle tower so, so tell us i think um uh so we last talked to you around the time that french shapes was come i oh, french shapes mm-hmm. clips yeah it's it's eco actually <laughs> uh was coming out and um so how how was that for you uh, launching a, a get your two-man studio launching it was a, it was a switch launch title what was that like right i mean it was incredible and ridiculous every day i just yeah i can't believe we went through it it feels weird even looking back on it now that nintendo sort of said yeah sure we'll we'll take a chance on this pretty much unknown team of two people plus you know contractors um and we'll let them release one of the five launch titles that we're putting out on the switch right What's that even? Yeah, and then, then to sit back and see how it became, because you, you did a special edition of it. Right. Uh, I, I think we um, we had more ideas we wanted to, to make, but we you know we started development in beginning of 2016, and the, the Switch had to come out sometime, and they weren't going to hold it up for us. So we them. immediately pretty much started work on some more ideas, put them out as some DLC, and then that was enough just about to fit into a... Like a physical release. Box release as well. Exactly. And then, uh, you know, to see it go to big... I've seen people cosplaying as as the characters and stuff like that. Did you have a dream? You never got any Joy-Con, though, did you? No. I have made my own Snipperclips Joy-Con. Not the best ones they could be. So I have the the neon yellow. Yeah. And I have the sort of neon pinky red Joy-Con. And that's that's what I bust out when I'm showing the Switch to people. But uh, there is a Mario red which is almost the right one. I've got that. And there's the Pikachu and Eevee one, and okay. there's, a, there's a yellow and a brown, and the right. yellow is perfect, but both only come in console sets. 
and I, I don't have the Switch Cygnus <laughs> as you do, so I've not gone and bought two. If only there was yeah, someone who frivolously <laughs> buys. Were there ever um, uh, d- discussions about jo- Joy-Con and Snipper Crips? I mean, what, if there what, were, what? we weren't party to them. So there was a there was a very nice Joy-Con set you could buy, which had Snipper Clips included in the box That's as right. a digital download yeah, yeah, code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the, uh, the opposite. So it was the neon. blue. Was yeah, it? the opposite blue and That's right. pinky red. Yeah, how cool. So uh, Snipper Clips comes out. So you do a special edition is then sit back and go what next no we actually knew exactly what we we're going to do next because it was actually what we were doing before oh, we right. in 2015 we managed to get some uh, eu creative media funding for making tangle tower um then known as detective grimoire 2 and uh we started work on that for a couple of months then nintendo and we dropped everything okay um went and did that for two years and then sort of checked the deadline turned out it was in like a couple of months time to finish the <laughs> wow. finish the project um we went to them and said can we have an extension just because nintendo uh, <laughs> right and they said absolutely you can yeah, because that's a great reason so they gave us a six month extension uh we didn't have to finish the game but we had to do a certain amount of it okay. to qualify for the funding um and so we carried on finished the game and uh yeah brilliant so another year and a half on it Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, Freya Fellow has been murdered, and the prime suspect is an unfinished painting. Um, and you play as Detective Grimoire and Sally, uh, wandering around Tangle Tower, uh, sort of a weird mansion full of very strange people, and you have to figure out who did it. Who did it? <laughs> it was the painting, obviously. <laughs> uh, it released first into Apple Arcade? It did, yeah, yes. How did that relationship come about? Um, so, I can't talk too much about it but essentially we we were obviously already making the game and at some point we showed it to apple and they said we love this we're doing a thing would you like to also do a a thing with your game um and we said yes that sounds lovely um but it was you know i think some games are made as as apple arcade games but we were already intending to put it out on on ios and uh right. you know all so the other I, places I, I, we I brought guess, it out um i guess it took some of the pressure off yeah, yeah i think so i mean it just being part of that big launch yeah certainly i mean we we were very well treated with nintendo we were actually told you're not allowed to do marketing for Snipperclips, which we were so happy about because we're terrible at marketing <laughs> uh, it turns out nintendo is good at marketing right. and we were sort of starting to get worried about that doing it again and especially since the last time we'd marketed a game or sold a game to anyone was in 2014 so not only were we bad we were really out of it didn't know how to sell a game in 2019 and then just being part of that launch lineup of what 70 games on day one was was really really cool uh, I was looking at the, the reception. It seemed it seemed to people seemed to, to really dig it when it when it when it came out. Yeah, people seemed to be really really liking it. Because even you know even having I, I, I guess I mean I don't know the arrangements between Apple and you guys or whatever, but even having uh, like a safety net uh, of being in 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 a subscription service. Um, I'm guessing there's there's still the problem of visibility. You and 69 other titles or, or what have you. So sure. Uh, but um, a lot of people seem to be talking about it. Uh, yeah, I we were really pleasantly surprised to see that uh, we were making sort of people were telling each other about it, and people were saying, "Oh, top three games I've played on Apple Arcade are, you know, blah blah blah, and Tangle Tower," and that was amazing. Yeah. So it's a good service, though, isn't it? Apple Arcade, it even is. me as an Android, I know, I, know. I am envious of of uh, you, of you cool iOS kids. <laughs> 
I'm on Android as well, but right. I do have an iPad because I should probably test my own game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so you came out on Apple Arcade first, um, and then you've recently launched on Steam and Switch. Is that yes, right? absolutely. So we were able to, since we knew how to make Switch games, um, we'd done one, I guess. That's, you know, that, makes, that means we can do it. Um, and Steam, we had previous Steam games, so it was relatively easy to get those all lined up. Uh, and yeah, it came out, and people are really enjoying it on those too. Great. Do you think um, you think look, was, it, was launching into Apple Arcade was that a deliberate deliberate part of the of the marketing plan? Like, because then rolling onto Steam and Switch, it seemed to have already built up a, a, a head of Steam, which I imagine would help. Yeah. But so that- it was a. I would have liked to do simultaneous, but I think it would have been a bad idea. And I think honestly, um, on Steam, you can't have a steam page live and then launch in less than two weeks you can either go immediately live and not have anyone have seen your game ever before right or you can put a steam coming soon page up and then you have to wait minimum two weeks um and then in order to get wish lists to feed the algorithm so that steam knows what to recommend or not and so we thought well two weeks probably isn't enough you know that's absolute minimum to get anything so let's let's make it a month and uh, that's what we did. And it seems to be working out. We were on the, I looked today, we were on the Phoenix Wright, more like this section on, on the Phoenix Wright page, which bad. is a you know, little is life that, goal. How can you be certain that you are, or it's not just filtering your likes on that? Oh, no. I'm never sure. It's because uh, I've logged out and I'm on Incognito. Are you seeing any difference in the reception from those platforms based on the different audiences to those I think platforms. so yeah I think we're definitely seeing a lot of uh, adventure game people who play sort of PC adventure games react quite differently to it on Steam than say the more casual market on, on Apple Arcade mm-hmm. and I think some people are making some assumptions about what kind of game it is uh, based on their past experience with adventure games and then going oh that's it's not quite that it's a it's slightly different way it works but then they seem to really like it as soon as they figure that out but i think some people bounce off it early because they have have you have you changed the sort of promotional materials around those platforms at all no i mean mostly because we couldn't afford it like (laughs) (laughs) time and money to to do more than two trailers Mm -hmm. ever was yeah we couldn't do it really tiny so what's next for you both um, that is a great question. For the first time in X years, six, seven years, we don't have a concrete game that we're definitely going to be doing next and plans to do it. We have vague plans of making some prototypes, shopping them around, seeing what we feel like making. Uh, Adam, my brother, the other half of SFE Games, he has been making lovely prototypes sort of for the last year or so just off on his own just sort of getting them out almost like writing them down on paper with but with games um but we really want to sit down together and and make silly little prototypes that's exactly how friend shapes or snipperclips came about and i want to capture that again if we ever can uh maybe we won't um (laughs) and maybe we'll go get some jobs somewhere but (laughs) Yeah, fingers um, crossed. We're soon to have a uh, URL, PlayStation5.com. <laughs> so if you're interested in making a game of the same name, <laughs> do let us know. We'll give you a very reasonable rate. This sounds fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Tom, how can people follow your work? 
Um, we are we have a website sfbgames.com best place to find out is through our twitters it's sfbtom and sfbdim d-i-m that's Adam um, that is the best way we have a we do have a newsletter but it's a very long URL we should probably make a much shorter URL uh, so you can find that on twitter as well are we going to hear some music from the game now uh, we can do or should we go to letters it's up to you what do you think is more appropriate Simon Music. All right. Uh, do you want to introduce it, Tom? Sure. Um, so the brilliant Raphael Benjamin Mia uh, was the composer for our game, and we managed to get him an orchestra uh, for this one, which he was very happy about. We got to see it recorded in Budapest. This is the title track. It's uh, Detective Grimoire and the Mystery of Tangle Tower. <laughs> listening to One Life Left, Resonance 104.4 FM. Feels very different. Doesn't it? Doing this over this. Very classy, aren't we? And you want to have a go. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. We're One Life Left. No, I, I, I meant do the air horn. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. You think she enhanced this? <laughs> I think we'll be contacting you for yeah, the next one. Yeah, no worries. I'll buy my own flights to Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, right, is it time for us to get on with the letters? Let's so rock we've on. Got to crack on, don't we? Email messages and forward BCCs. One life letters. Chris Conroy writes, Dear team and Twitter confirmed SSG. This time next year, we'll be waiting on the imminent release of the PS5 with its whizzy new controllers, higher definition visuals and greater performance. I'm still a long way from getting excited with my PS4 employed as an expensive media player on a TV that won't play 4K. Is there anything that you've seen or heard on the next generation consoles that you're especially interested in? Do you remember what got you excited about the PS4 before it was released? And did those dreams come true? Your console considering correspondent Chris Conroy. Lots of C's there. Well done. Well, we've talked about the uh, bow controller, haven't we? Oh, yeah. Does that still excite you, Anne? I don't think it did initially. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've not seen any. I genuinely haven't seen anything on the PS5. Be nice, though. Read into that what you will. I mean, 
what I read is our new domain is going to be mostly empty. <laughs> <laughs> Until someone sends us a press release. So, uh, yeah, and I haven't seen anything on that. Uh, I am excited about the, the, about the cloud stuff. Uh, like I say, the, um, the Project X Cloud preview as a proof of concept for Gears of War 5 players like myself. Mm. Uh, play Gears anywhere now, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Gears. Yeah. Uh, so so that would be interesting. Um, Does Demo play Gears? No. He's just out playing Pokemon, isn't he? But he'll be able to play it on his phone, so play Gears in a field. <laughs> I look forward to avoiding him on my bike as I do most mornings now. <laughs> Get out of the way, Damo. He stood in a path, swiping at one of his phones. <laughs> uh, Scans, do you want me to do this or are you, do you want oh, to I do got it? one. Dear Team and Possible SSG, it's my birthday today. So happy, birthday. Happy, birthday. Happy, birthday. happy birthday. So I'm spending the evening with family instead of stretched out on the sofa with your honey like voices soothing my ears. I've just finished playing Luigi's Mansion 3 and I have to say, hov- Hovering around has never been so much fun. I really love it when a game you've been anticipating for a long time pays off and it's really good fun. Now roll on Metroid Prime 4. What was the last game that you waited a long time for and then thoroughly enjoyed after it finally came out? Love and birthday kisses, Chris Stewart. Mm. Mine is going to be Luigi's Mansion 3. I've been on a self-imposed ban. Uh, I've I've made sure I was finishing what I was playing before I can move on to it and that's provided you've bought it though yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to start playing on the train on the way home <laughs> okay fantastic alright so uh, I'll be able to get back yeah, to yeah I've heard really 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 good things about that I think maybe the last one for me was No Man's Sky because I couldn't play it for a year oh or Thumper as well because I, I didn't play that until it came out on VR so I a lot of anticipation and then absolutely loved it when I got an opportunity got anything to add Tom uh, Untitled Goose Game for me oh. watching oh. years it felt like of GIFs and then it was exactly as fun as it looked. Didn't Chris Stewart invite us to his wedding? Yeah, we've got to get back to him about that. Oh, do we? Yeah. Don't, don't worry, I've got it in my um, to-do okay. list. All right, great. Okay. Uh, Robert Wells writes, Feelies is the subject line. Hello, team. Hello, SSG. I went to the London game market yesterday, and between lusting after weird peripherals, Power Glove, Beat Mania, Denshin to Go... I found a boxed copy of Hudson Hawk for the Amiga, complete mm. with a branded baseball cap. Once upon a time, games sometimes came with free gifts. Now the packaged items are to distinguish expensive collector's editions. What's the best object you got with a game? What would you like to find in your next box? Pip Pip, Roberts. It was hard, Hudson Hawk, wasn't it? Mm, very the ocean uh, yeah, platform, games. platform games. Too yeah. much inertia. Right. Remember, it's the same era as Blood... Uh, Blues Brothers, yeah. two thousand. Yeah, Blood Brothers, two thousand. Yeah, I guess. Uh, good question. I remember getting a map with Ultima Seven and a and a trinket. Uh, I like that map. It was nice. It was a cloth map. I'm just trying to think. It's been a long time, isn't it? I mean, we get stuff outside of the uh, games. So if you bought Luigi's Mansion off Shop Two. Get it a day early, <laughs> which is really annoying when you've got yourself on a self-imposed uh, can't start it <laughs> thing. Uh, got a keyring and some stickers. Keyring for me, stickers for my daughter. Uh, but inbox, no, I can't recall anything. I don't think I've ever time. got nothing. Anything? That's Tom, really sad. Tom, what really would you uh, what would you put in the Snipperclips box? Well, in the Japanese box, but nowhere else in the world, there are two Snipperclips sticker sheets. <sighs> And I'm still a little bitter about it, but we 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 got a copy. We uh we managed to get a friend to send us out one, and it's lovely. You had to buy your own game. <laughs> we did. Ridiculous. That's obscene. Um, good. That's it. Thank you for your letters. Uh, letters. Uh, uh, thank you to the people that wrote in last week. Yeah. 
and especially thank you to Tim who wrote in last week to explain that the letter that you ran upstairs to get wasn't a letter, it was an email. Uh, and so he's forwarded <laughs> us that email again and we still haven't read it out. Have we received it? It was never a letter. He sent us the email. Yeah, no, but I don't remember seeing the can email. You, can we ask Tim yeah. to... Wait, don't. Can we ask him to print it out? Yeah, send it send to us. It. Yeah. He, just just send it in. Yeah, we'll read it. What's, the, what's our address? Uh, 144. Is it 44? Is it... F- I think it is. Tom got here. 144 Borough High Street, London. Residence FM, and at the top, One Life Left. Yeah, that'll get him, won't it? Yeah. All those things. Good. Uh, and if you want to email us, of course. Team at one life left.com. But that doesn't go for Tim. He's got a. Yeah, you've He's got to. It is 144. It is 144. All okay. right, excellent. Um, so it's also time to remind you all uh, get your Christmas cards into oh, One yeah, Life Left. Oh, yeah. It's time for us to be inundated. With one life left, Christmas cards. Uh, Reboot develop. We've got to talk about that before we get to reviews. Okay. Uh, I went out to Banff in Canada uh, to reboot develop to do a bit of speaking and award hosting okay. over there. Uh, it was really, really good. Uh, one of my favourite conferences ever. It's a beautiful place and a fantastic speaker lineup. I fan- I'd like really recommend it if you are in in the um, in the development community. Two things happened relevant to the radio show. Right. Go. One. Thing one. Um, I I uh, went to the party and uh, Very sat there. Two listeners approached us. Crikey. Two, in separate incidents, two people right. came over and said, listen to your radio show. I'm oh, so sorry. Yeah. I know, I apologise too. Still, still. Well, one of them, one of them said, I've been listening to it for 12 years. I know that because when I started listening, I didn't have a son. Now I do, and he's eleven. Yeah, so, coincidence. I think not. <laughs> Very romantic. You, you, you're welcome. Season, wasn't you're it? welcome. Um, so also, I went um, one one of the nights. I'd just done a talk, and I got approached by um, two one people. Of the nights I'd just done a talk. Yeah, I know. Forest, uh, forest. Listeners, the... you cannot hear my eyes rolling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was good. Well. Get ready to roll them some more because uh, two people approached and said they really enjoyed my talk, mm. Mm. and um, and then they said they were going for fondue with Chris Remo, mm. and I sort of let the conversation hang long enough in the air for them to go. Would you like to come? I said yes, I would like to get. So I ended up going for fondue with um, Forrest and Gwen. Okay, I'm seeing Forrest for lunch next Friday. Actually, right? Okay, um, Forrest is going to talk about you. Forrest is going to come to Mariochi. Oh, is he? What that Friday? Yes. Is it on then? Yes. Oh, well, cool. So, uh, what rhymes with Forrest? <laughs> so we were we were chatting over over um, over fondue. fondue, and as uh, you know, as I mentioned, they'd seen me talk, and um, and at one point they were like, "What else do you do?" And I was like, "Well, I do this thing called Mariochi." Explain what Mariochi was. And, you know, it came from a radio show I do in London, and Gwen said, "Oh, I that's weird. I I went on a radio show in London. It's like what a, a video game radio show." And she's like, "Yeah," I was like, "Well, there." There aren't two of them. Turns out Gwen, mm. Gwen Frey, yep, uh, from the Molasses Flood, mm. was on was on One Life Left she talking was. talking about the video game that you published. That's right. Yes, Flame <laughs> in the Flood. Yeah, she uh, watched me talk for an hour. Right, and it still didn't click. Didn't remember She'd me. She'd been sat opposite you for I an hour ate, in the I show. Ate, I ate fondue with her. Right. Still didn't click. No, and then I was able to Google. The sound of us meeting. Yeah. And, uh, Fantastic. And literally play it to people at the dinner table going, yeah, there's me and Gwen chatting. Turns out we have met. 
<laughs> so it's quite nice because sometimes you meet people with these things and you go, have we met before? Mm. Not, I'm not sure. Well, in this instance, I was able to prove it. Then Forrest said, oh, yeah, I was on that show at GDC. Yeah, he so, was. Yeah. Face for radio. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, but they were lovely, and the conference was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I had the best time. Um, I just want to say, I would play the game Fondue with Chris Remo. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> Is the URL it? available? <laughs> <laughs> All right, review time. Scamps. Simon. Tom, what have you been playing? <laughs> uh, I have started a lot of games, because suddenly I have time again. Um, but I finished very few, but I have been playing Goose Game. Okay. Uh, untitled Goose Game. It has been exactly as delightful as I ever hoped it would be. Uh, I've been annoying people. It has been wonderful. Score? Uh, honking 7 out of 10. Steve. Steve. Oh. I've been playing so many games on Apple Arcade. I, I did have a very annoying experience. I uh, went out to Canada and the night before I downloaded uh, about 7 or 8 games for my iPad. Oh, I can see where this is going. Uh, got on the plane. Mm. Started the first one. It said, "You haven't been connected to Apple Arcade for thirty days, so you can't do this." Right. Which is obviously nonsense because I downloaded them night before. Mm. But I guess you need to run one of them right. first for it to hit some server somewhere or or whatever. Um, so what have I been playing? Um, most recently, I have been playing Mosaic. Oh wow! Oh, I really like too. the look of that. Mm. That's why I'm reviewing. Okay. So you go first. I will ratify what you say. No, no, no. Should I? Agree I with no, it? no, no. You can, you can review it, and I will step back. I'll step off. Um, well, can we do a joint review? Uh, can you do it first? Because I have to Google the name of the game that I've been playing. Yeah. Uh, so I started playing Mosaic, um, and I mean, it looks very, very pretty. The sound is lovely. Uh, so it's like a narrative game. It reminds me a bit of uh, the Stanley Parable at the beginning. Um, unfortunately, I was having a bit of a uh, a similar experience uh, in my real life of like going into work, doing it, it was rainy outside. Uh, and so I found it quite hard actually to play it because I was like, oh, I don't want to do this in, in my escapism. And it is very bleak, isn't it? It's yeah. very, very like, it is going for a feeling and it delivers that feeling. Yeah. Life is hard yeah. and life takes ages and it's not all that great. Yeah, so I stopped. Because right. <laughs> I was like, I am feeling this elsewhere. Yeah. I probably don't need to also feel it in my phone. Did you experience any moments of beauty? Yes. Me too. It, yeah, and they're very nice. And I guess that that's part of the, you know, a, a thing that I take from this is there are moments of beauty even when life is, mm. you know, hard and tough and it doesn't really you have necessarily to cling seem to them before like the machine it. crushes you again. Uh, seven out of ten. Yeah, I, I would also like to add, I thought the sound design on it was amazing. Mm. Like, I, I, I don't normally notice that so much as I did on this game. It really, really stood out. I thought it was like, astonishing. I don't know why, but with Apple Arcade games, I've definitely been much more uh, headphones in mm. than usual. Beats, were they? <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Grindstone. Yep. Uh, by Capybara Games on Apple Arcade. It is a puzzle game where you drag a root around a dungeon and try and slaughter as many enemies as possible. Uh, it sounds gruesome. It isn't. It's played for cute and played for laughs. Uh, it is adorable and addictive, and the juice, the impact on murdering lots of tiny enemies is 
really, really rewarding. It's really hyped up and uh, very, very, very good. It's perfect for um, the iPad, perfect for mobile. I wonder whether they were developing it as a free-to-play title before Apple signed it because it feels like it could be uh, that kind of thing. Uh, but I loved it, 7 out of 10. Simon. Uh, I finished this morning, so I can start Luigi's Mansion on the train on the way home. Uh, I finished a game called State of Mind on the Nintendo Switch, which is an adventure game from Daedalic. Um, uh, set in Berlin in 2048, you play, you play Richard Nolan, um, very grumpy man. Um, it's in the future, so uh, everything's automated. There are bots around. Um, Richard is looking... At, uh, his wife and his son go missing, and so he uh, embarks on a quest to discover where they are. Along the way, uncovers um, a conspiracy and a series of events that uh, are really interesting, actually, make you question um, what it's like to be human, Steve. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so it's good. I mean, it's an adventure game. Like, uh, actually, uh, you know, narratively, I found it interesting. Um, as, 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 as a game, it's much more of a just walk around. It's quite obvious what you need to do. I think the only time it falls down is when it, it sort of wants to become a game. So it's like, oh, control this drone and do this, or this that, and the other. Or, and that's where it's not quite as strong um, as it is in when it's just telling the story but uh, yeah no I finished it stopped me playing Luigi's Mansion thoroughly enjoyed it 7 out of 10 good that's it thanks for coming in Tom thank you very much for having me don't leave us along next time will you I won't I'll come back in next week okay well (laughs) keep it why why don't we run through your prototypes together oh yeah that would be fun we could uh, yeah we could be absolutely on the radio exactly work out what you're going to do next I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Bosser have just done that, haven't they? They've just put About out three, three prototypes three games, yeah. to say, which one should we make? It's a bit lazy. Very work, lazy. work out yourselves. <laughs> Goodness me. These, these young devs. Um, that's our radio show, isn't it? We're basically done. Have we got any other business? Marioki on the 15th of November. Uh, with Forrest Down. With Forrest. Yeah, that's going to be good. The- 15th or is it the 13th it's the 15th it's the 13th of december oh sorry i'm really sorry christmas party on 13th of december and is sorting hard. that out soon yep uh we're gonna have uh keith Stewart as the santa and kieran gill and djing they don't know it yet <laughs> so we might not <laughs> good uh that went okay in the end didn't it it yeah. did all right all right see you all next week yeah, until then, goodbye, goodbye. Bye. Bye.